Welcome to Halal Money Matters, presented by Saturna Capital. I'm Christopher Patton. And I'm Monim Salam. Yeah, man, it's good, good to see you. Yeah. Uh, we have a special guest here today again, Haytham Al-Sayed, and he's our regional manager for Saturna Capital, uh, lives in, in California. Haytham, uh, welcome to the show. Assalamu alaikum. Uh, well, thank you for having me. I'm really happy to be here. Yeah, tell us a little bit of background before we dive into Yeah, absolutely. Into the show. Um, so um, I, uh, my parents uh, came from Iraq in the 1960s, Fulbright scholars, and they were uh, both professors. They taught uh, all over the United States. I was born in Ohio, a little town called Xenia, but only stayed there for a year because there was a huge tornado that uh, scared my parents. And oh my after Whoa. that, uh, they decided to move to Morocco. So I was raised <laughs> in Morocco and Saudi and then they retired uh, in California in the late um, 80s, early 90s. I did pre-med at the University of California, Irvine. Nice. Um, and uh, worked in the uh, field for two years in healthcare and decided, you know what, this is not for me. Hmm. And so back in, what was it, 98 or so, the uh, the finance light went off and um went into the finance. and Plus, it was a good time to be in the market at the time, too, right? Yeah, that's, absolutely. That's when the- I got licensed through Charles Schwab in Colorado. At the time, I was, you know, on the desk and was fielding all these calls from institutions and clients, and I was like, man, I, I only have a half hour to eat, and... <laughs> And I got to get back, and this is, this is crazy. I like this. And Tell me a little bit more about what you do for Saturna. What's your day-to-day like now? Yeah, uh, great. Uh, so I, uh, I'm focusing, uh, currently working with high net worth clients as well as uh, the advisory group, the community advisory groups around the country. So what that means is I, you know, I travel the country to educate uh, advisors at different uh, firms, broker-dealers, uh, registered investment advisors, on you know how to educate their clients about the amount of funds and turn a capital, and dealing directly with clients, and we also are involved with or I'm involved with doing presentations at uh, local masajid, mosques, uh, communities, and so forth. You know, because of education so big in our family and been in our DNA, I've always felt um, this is the best way to to be in this field is to educate people and give them their options. And alhamdulillah, from that day till now, even today, I still believe in, in the education piece. What do you uh, find in, in, with most advisors? What stage are they at and where do they particularly need, need help? So the majority of the advisors, there's a spectrum. There's uh, folks that I meet who are brand new to the industry. And I, I have a passion f- uh, for those, this stage because, you know, I get to really help them not only uh, focus on educating them on Amana funds or our funds, but also educate them on how to grow their business. From my experience in, in managing the wealth groups for um, other institutions, I really try to seek and add value to them in growing and starting their practice. But I also meet advisors who've been in the industry 20, 30 years, and they're so accustomed to doing their own thing. And when either they don't know or have not heard from of Amana before, and I see the light glow in their eyes like this is something new I can focus on or something I haven't focused on, I've always wanted to focus on. It's nice to see that light and spark in them, even though they've been doing this for 20, 30 years. Yeah, yeah. so you, you used to be an advisor, right? Uh, or Is that true? Or? Yeah, correct. Uh, so when I went into banking, because I thought, you know, no matter what the economy is doing, someone's writing a check in good times or bad times. Then eventually uh, part of the role was to uh, be an advisor, so I did that and I built a good sizable book of business. 
and was uh, tapped in the shoulder to uh, go into management. I've always been dealing either in production directly or managing producers uh, in the advisor space. How did you decide to make the switch over to uh, on the Islamic side? Uh, Wells Fargo, I used to work with a brother in, uh, by the name of Arway's data boy, who um, is We've very, had on a show before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's, uh, he's well known. <laughs> I always used to see him at events uh, with the Amana booth uh, at uh, different uh, nonprofits and so forth. And my curiosity, as I said, learning, I'm always a learner, so it's in my blood all the time. So at that uh, time when you were at Wells Fargo, did you know anything about Islamic investing? No, I had zero, okay. zero, mm. zero um, knowledge about mm. wh- what it is really. And it wasn't, you know, a widespread type of um, business. Um, and so just thinking about it, uh, it sparked my curiosity. And then um, finally, the time came where the opportunity was was right because, you know, Amana and Saturno was looking for somebody who had that wealth management experience as well as well the advisory business. And uh, we had lunch with our ways, and we talked about, uh, you know, making the switch. And I'm so happy. And I, you know, sometimes you say, I, I wish I could have done this a long time ago. And I, this is one of them where I wish I did this a long time ago. Mm. Mm. It was a, just a job opportunity. Is, yeah. that, is that what it was for you? Was no, it? no, no. This was a byproduct, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. It's a job opportunity. Um, me uh, just, uh, you know, uh, being uh, involved with the faith more and going back to, I would say, the straight path, if you can, in any option that you think of, any decision that comes across your, your desk or your life, if there's a better option to take that gets you closer to the religion, you take it. And this was the, that point where I was very successful in my career and I was really uh, uh, doing well. But, you know, at the end of the day, I felt more comfortable and I felt this is the right thing to do. And alhamdulillah, this opportunity came. So do you think the, uh, the faith part came first or... That was that a byproduct of you getting into the Islamic in- investing, or was it, was it the other? Way I think it was. Uh, it was a moment in my life where there was a lot of things happening at the same time, and I I think it's a blessing from Allah uh, Subhanahu wa Taala that this was written for me to make this change in my career. And to answer your question, obviously it is the common denominator is the faith. For the last eight years, I've been trying to make the switch and wasn't able to for various reasons. But um, the timing was right, and I think the decision to do the change was inherently inside. Just there wasn't the right opportunity to do so. You you mentioned that you were trying to do it for a long time, like Mm -hmm. eight years, I think you mentioned. Correct. You just didn't find the right opportunity. So, I mean, in your experiences and from even from uh, from advisors who are maybe thinking about doing it, yeah. Let's walk walk through the story. Uh, what what were some of the impediments, and how did you get over them? Yeah, there's always going to be noise around anything that you do or decision that you think of, and and you're going to have different schools of theory about what what it is. Some people say, oh, they 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 say it's a halal thing, but it's not really halal. They just call it something else. So. I don't know if those were really impediments for me to make a decision why it took eight years. Um, But I didn't understand what Islamic finance is, to be honest with you. And until me talking more and more with people and learning more about it, uh, and I I give credit to Awais a lot because, you know, but he took the time to kind of give me a little bit more insight, little drips here and there. And as I understood it more and more, it, it thrown on me to say, you know what, what am I doing? the purpose of life in in general, what am I doing? And if I can improve the way how I finance my home or how I do my investments or how I better my career, 
that aligns closer to the religion, then I'm going to try to do that. The other part is the myth of social responsible or faith-based type of investments do not perform well and blah, 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 blah. And there's a lot of myths out there. And the only way to uh, decompose of the myths is to educate yourself. So it sounds like we're, we're kind of talking about two different things here. One is your personal journey and one is your professional journey. But it sounds as if they're pretty closely tied together. Yeah, um, Chris, so that's a, that's a really good question and a good point. It comes down to what path are we trying to, to be on? And, you know, we're trying to be on the straight path. And whether it's professional or career, it's no difference, in my opinion, Every decision now that I do professionally or personally, I do have this faith lens around it. You mentioned the way you're financing your home, for example. Mm -hmm. So what other kind of practical considerations are there that at a certain point could you feel so entangled with traditional finance that it would seem like an insurmountable task to some people? Or First, you have to be in the right environment or you have to know people who can connect you to the right Uh, places and the right uh, firms that offer these things and these services. But, you know, when you talk about is it a big task to deal with all this, not really. And you think it might be, but it's not because um, the process and the controls are all laid out in these firms who have been doing it. Like just example for Amana, I didn't know this was going on for 30 plus years when when I learned about it. And I wish I had known that I could have told a lot more people from the past about their options. I, I do want to share something personal. In the last couple of years, personally, I have been closer more to doing my, my daily prayers, uh, doing it on time. So it's not just financing. It's not just about work. But there's a lot of other things that have made me a better person by just being closer to it. So. And do you think that's a direct uh, relation? I mean, do you, think, do you think you could have done the same thing by just working in the conventional field? I honestly can say no, because uh, you, you get so wind up in the daily routine of things that, no, I, I would have done it before if that was the case. Mm, that's a good point. Yeah. There's some people who just have a slow, gradual uh, you know, move towards mm. uh, um, Islam, but the other, other people have like an aha moment. So for you, was that kind of like a, a light bulb going off one, one, one evening and then in the morning you woke up and you wanted to change or was it somewhat gradually happening yeah. over time? The, the light bulb went off, but when the epiphany came to say, you know what, I need to do this, I need to make the move, I need to make the switch, at the end of the day, I sleep better. At the end of the day, I have a better relationship with my family. At the end of the day, uh, my family is proud that my kids now, it's so awesome to take my kids to these large events across the country where not only am I gaining knowledge, but they're also gaining knowledge. And they didn't have this opportunity before. So it's a heavy-weighted uh, question for me because personally it has changed our lives for the better. And this is what the, the religion teaches you, any religion. Uh, it teaches you to be better. And, if you, and, and sometimes we're going to be thrown off course in different stages of our life for different reasons. But having any kind of faith teaches you to come back to it and teaches you to be better and make others be better. And this is, I feel, what I'm doing today. So what advice would you give, right? So there's two people. You said you actually deal with two kinds of people. Mm-hmm. One is the advisor that has a book of business. Correct. And the other one is maybe an individual or family that has their own money. Correct. Right? But, I mean, they're very similar in the sense that they both have to manage it, those type of things, right? Correct. So going through your, your own experience, maybe there are differences. So you might want to separate them. Sure. That's up to you. But how, what advice would you give 
each of those uh, people about how do you begin to think about making the switch and then how do you actually do it? What's common to both, uh, whether an advisor managing the money or the uh, client, at the end of the day, we don't have to answer to anybody except our Lord, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah knows what we're doing, whether it's right or wrong. So, you know, if we're trying to say that annuities are, are good and because I like the fix and the guarantees, but we know that anything fixed and guaranteed is haram, and all we care about is the return or investing in, in, in funds that have maybe a better return, but they also deal with more haram. It's our personal choice. But who do we answer to? We answer to, to Allah, and Allah knows everything. So to both, I say it's a personal decision and it's a personal choice on how they want to manage the money. On the advisor side, being a fiduciary or not, we're all trying to put the client's best interest first. And if we know that this client does have affinity to the faith and wants their investments aligned with their values, then it's almost a no-brainer that the advisor in their role as a fiduciary or putting the client's best interest, that they have to be able to offer them these choices, these type of funds. On the personal side, if I'm in a situation where I'm working for an employer that offers a 401k, as I mentioned before, you can always ask the question, are there other options? Just asking that question to the, the plan administrator where your 401k is or to the HR benefits department and say, you know what, these, these funds don't align with my faith. Are there, are there options that I can do? That's your personal duty, I think, to try to do it if your goal is to align with the faith. It really comes down to as a leader in your business or as a leader in your family, what type of role model you want to do. So now my kids understand that you know, when they have some money now, they're investing it in something that is within the faith. They're giving their own money to charity. When they see me giving, uh, uh, my wife and I giving money to charity, they're saying, hey, can we help? Can we give this person some food? So all these things are all aligned because of certain actions or role model, inshallah, that we're doing for our kids. And hopefully that, that translates into the advisory world or to the individual world. I'm traveling around the country and with all this phobia and rhetoric, I, 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 I meet a lot of fantastic people. I, I, I meet on one spectrum millennials, and they have their 401k, and they're very, very eager to say, how do I not invest in the funds that I do? Because they understand. And I hope they understand because there was a role model for them. And I'm talking on the other end, on the other spectrum, to first and second generation of people who built their businesses, built their practices, and they have a lot of wealth, and they're asking, how do we bequest this Islamically? Or how do we do Islamic wills and inheritance? And we're working with Islamic state, uh, uh, state attorneys around the country that do Islamic wills and inheritance. And the beauty about this is more and more people are engaged, I feel, around the country mm-hmm. with what's happening. So I, I really feel there's a positive trend in this. As I said, we're here to help people. And if we can make people in a better situation than they were before, then I think we, we have a definition of success. Well, that was some great information, and I appreciate you sharing your, your personal experiences, Hatham. Absolutely. And uh, maybe we'll have you on another show, but thank you very much for, for being here. Yeah, thanks, thanks for giving us thank such you. an yeah, insight. No, thank you, guys. It was a pleasure. Please consider an investment's objectives, risks, charges, and expenses carefully before investing. 
To obtain this and other important information about the Amana Funds in a current prospectus or summary prospectus, please visit amanafunds.com or call toll-free 1-800-728-8762. Please read the prospectus or summary prospectus carefully before investing. Investing involves risk, including the risk that you could lose money. The Amana Funds restrict investments to those companies consistent with Islamic and sustainable principles, which limits opportunities and may affect performance. This material is for general information only and is not a research report or commentary on any investment products offered by Saturna Capital. This material should not be construed as an offer to sell or the solicitation of an offer to buy any security in any jurisdiction where such an offer or solicitation would be illegal. We do not provide tax, accounting, or legal advice to our clients, and all investors are advised to consult with their tax, accounting, or legal advisors regarding any potential investment. Investors should not assume that investments in the securities and or sectors described were or will be profitable. This podcast is prepared based on information Saturna Capital deems reliable. However, Saturna Capital does not warrant the accuracy or completeness of the information. Investors should consult with a financial advisor prior to making an investment decision. The views and information discussed in this commentary are at a specific point in time, are subject to change, and may not reflect the views of the firm as a whole. All material presented in this publication, unless specifically indicated otherwise, is under copyright to Saturna. No part of this publication may be altered in any way, copied, or distributed without the prior express written permission of Saturna Capital.